Hi there, everyone. This is Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast coming at you from a very, very chilly Kamloops, British Columbia, minus 22 degrees right now. My guest in a much warmer, friendlier climate place, Mr. Lance Edwards, all the way from beautiful Houston, Texas. How are you doing today, Lance? Well, a lot warmer than you are, Dave. I thank you for having me. It's uh, 72 degrees down here in Houston. So, uh, I'd much rather be myself than you. But anyway, I'm very privileged and very honored to be able to speak to you and your, your listeners today. Well, it's my privilege as well, because I've been following you for several years now, Lance. And for those folks that are familiar with you, Lance is a very, very experienced real estate entrepreneur who focuses on investing in apartment buildings, specifically small apartment buildings. So like, think two to 30, 36 type units. That's the kind of the range that Lance focuses on, and he's been doing this for quite some time. So Lance, why don't you tell us a little bit, first of all, how you got started in real estate investing in the first place? Well, thank you, Dave. You know, it's interesting. It all started for me back in about 2002, actually about one block from here. I'm actually in my Houston office home right now, about one block from here. I used to work for a corporate job, and a young you know, employee, a young family, working many hours, working hard, like many, many people start off. And I was, you know, my thought process was I needed an extra stream of income. I need extra income. Worry about getting laid off, all kinds of stuff going on in the economy. And I discovered real estate investing, but my start in real estate started a little bit differently because through, fortunately, through a recommendation from a mentor, I was guided to get started in small apartments to bypass the more the conventional single family route. And so my very first property I ever bought was a fourplex. I bought it nothing down, 100% seller financing. And that launched my real estate career. And within three years of that start, I was able to retire from a 20-year career and been doing full apartments full-time ever since then. Wow, that is impressive. That's a very quick turn from full-time employee to full-time self-employed through real estate investing. So that is that is fantastic. So it sounds like you got off on the right foot and it sounds like the first kind of deal is similar to the kind of deals that you're doing today, which is a far cry from most of us to start with one thing and do a hodgepodge of different things before we kind of, you know, land on the one that we really stick with. But taking that into account, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would do different if you were doing it again? Gosh, you know, you know, yeah, I wish I had knew what I knew now with the hindsight and Yes, I would get started sooner, number one. I would have left my corporate job sooner, even though it was three years is a pretty short time frame. I, I could have left sooner. The only reason I didn't leave is because my wife, you know, that's a pretty big leap psychologically, leave, quote, the security of corporate America. And I would have left sooner to get going into apartments. One piece of advice I'll only share with everyone, no matter what sector of real estate you're in, if you're straddling between the, the job that pays bills today and and getting started in your real estate business, here's my best advice. Do not, I repeat, do not leave the job that pays the bills to go into something else until that something else is already producing enough income to pay your bills because it, it otherwise is going to be a very, very stressful and likely unpleasant journey. Yeah, very, very well said. I wish I had taken that advice earlier on. But on the other side of the coin, too, sometimes I see people waiting until their real estate income creates as much income as their job income before they leave the job. And that can be a bit of a handicap as well, because some of them start dipping into that real estate income and increasing their lifestyle 
So it makes it more and more difficult to quit the job too, right? No, that's a big no-no. Yeah, because if you're if you're if you're intent now, you know, you might choose to do both. You can certainly do both, and you can have you know double income. However, if you are for me, I couldn't imagine straddling both worlds anymore. You know, being over here on the other side, entrepreneurial space, I couldn't imagine going back. But yeah. certainly, if your intent is to is go from employee to entrepreneur, you know, make that income equal what you're doing, but don't increase your lifestyle. Increase your lifestyle after you've made the leap would be my advice because if you put your energy full time in the entrepreneurial side, you'll do ten times what you can do on the employee side, income wise. Very well said. So Lance, I know you started off investing for yourself and and for the last number of years, you've also started teaching and training and coaching and doing seminars all over the place. <laughs> I'm on your email list. It seems like you're doing different events. You cloned yourself. I just found out before we started recording, it's your brother doing some of those. Smart. <laughs> but what are some of the big mistakes you see newbie apartment building investors making when they first get into this space, whether they're starting there or they're transitioning from a different strategy into apartment buildings. What are some of the big mistakes people are making? Yeah, I would say a couple of things. Now, for anybody, any type of real estate, I would say your main emphasis needs to be on your marketing. You got to get your phone ringing. You know, there's a saying, your phone's not ringing, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. So you've got to constantly, constantly focus on marketing to get leads coming in. That's true of any sector of real estate. With regards to apartments, Dave, the biggest mistake I see being made today, even with experienced people, is the beautiful thing about apartments is based on math. Yeah. You just got to run some, calculate the math. The way we make offers is based on math. The way we increase the value is based on math. We make decisions to buy based upon a math test, a very simple math test. And the best advice is stick to the math test. Too often, it's too tempting for people to get caught up in the emotion of it and they will overpay for a property, and they'll come up with some kind of rationalization of why that's okay to do, but ultimately down the road, that's going to cost them. So stick to the math. There should be no emotion involved in this business. You know, there's a saying, what was a movie? There's no emotion. There's no crying in baseball. Well, there's no emotion in apartments. It's, it's strictly the math. So just, just stick Some, to the math. And if you don't pay attention to that rule, there is a lot of emotion and a lot of crying there, in real estate investing. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yes. <laughs> Now, Lance, I know we're both big fans and proponents of marketing, and we've both been students of Dan Kennedy and Ron Legrand and probably all sorts of folks like that. So when it comes to marketing for your real estate investing business, what are you talking about there? Who, who are you directing that marketing towards? Well, there's three components to marketing. And like I say, none of us are in the real estate business. We're all in the marketing business. And we have an incredibly simple business model. First of all, there's two things we're always marketing for, and those two things are deals and dollars. By deals, what I mean, Dave, is I need to find motivated sellers, people are going to sell me their apartment, low price, good terms, or both. On the other hand, I'm marketing to find dollars. Dollars means if I want to buy the building, I need to raise a private investor. On the other hand, if I want to sell the building, dollars means I got to find a buyer. But I find deals, I find dollars, and then I, I match make. I'm always doing that. The third thing when I talk about marketing is when I own the building, I market to find residents or tenants, people to keep the building full. The biggest single variable on cash flow in an apartment building is occupancy. And so we want to do active, aggressive marketing to keep the occupancy always, always up. And that's it. I mean, that's in the nutshell, that's the business is those three things. And that's what we just focus on doing that over and over. 
well, we could we could spend a lot of time on each one of those three things, but would you mind maybe just sharing what works best for you these days when it comes to finding those motivated apartment building sellers? And does that kind of look different than perhaps what what other people are doing to find motivated sellers of single family homes or what, what do you do that works best for that? You know, it, 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 that's, that's, this is where it all starts with deal flow. This is where your business starts with deal flow. And, you know, there's a number of techniques that I teach and use, but I'll tell you my favorite, absolute top of the list favorite is direct mail, yeah. you know, letter or a postcard, old fashioned, old school direct mail. We send that piece to a, an apartment owner. Now, keep an eye in small apartments, that owner is a mom and pop. This is mom and pop. And it's a direct mail piece that says, I'm interested in buying your building. If, if you're interested in selling, give me a call. And that's my favorite for a number of reasons, Dave. But first of all, it, it puts me in direct contact with the seller. 99% of the time, the property is not listed for sale. So there's no competition. I'm the only one having the conversation directly with the seller. And another main advantage of direct mail because I do a lot of seller financing. If I want to do seller financing, the best way to get seller financing is to be talking straight to the seller. Yeah. And the most creative deals get done because it's, it's mom and pop I'm talking to. And so top of the list is old school direct mail. We do a lot of it. It's actually right out here out my door out here in the Houston office. Lovely. I'm an old school guy myself, and it definitely warms my heart when I hear that it's still working well in different different things because, you know, now everybody's so enamored with Facebook ads and Google stuff and websites and all this kind of stuff. Whether well, there's a place for all of that for sure, but it makes so much sense. Nothing really beats getting something physical delivered to your door. Yeah. And there's so little of it nowadays. I mean, there's so little competition. You're definitely going to stand out. I'm sure you've got some creative and interesting ways to make sure that happens. So glad to hear it. Excellent. Lance, I also want to find out a little bit about you're good at a lot of different things. What would you say is probably your, as Kiyosaki calls it, your unfair advantage when it comes to real estate investing? My unfair advantage is systematizing everything, systematizing everything. You talked about how it seems like all over the place, all these activities. Well, I learned very early on that until you have systems, you don't have a business, you have a job. It all depends upon me. That's a job. And guess what? I work for a lunatic, you know, myself. And so <laughs> my wife I learned about me, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you. And so, you know, I'm also known, besides being a small apartment gun, I'm known for systematizing the industry because, again, outside these doors, we, we systematize virtually everything there is when it comes to in the marketing systems or the top systems you got to get out going first. So we systematize it. So we've got campaigns running literally all over the country. On behalf of our clients, where seller leads are coming in automatically, they're being screened automatically, buyer leads are coming in automatically. So that is really my unfair advantage is I've systematized and I've systematized around a niche. I've stuck to my niche because I really need to understand the ins and outs of that mom and pop owner so I can really have the best conversations and come up with the best you know, offerings and win-win scenarios. So uh, I would say the systematizing we've done for ourselves and, and for our clients today. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. So obviously there's no quick fix to how to systematize your life and your business and that sort of thing. But if people are hearing that and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I've got a few doors or a few properties or whatever, and I'm kind of all over the place and still punching the clock on my job and doing this and that. Where would you direct them 
as a good first starting spot for learning about how to create some systems around what they're doing. Do you have any any suggestions around that? Any any pointing people kind yeah. in the right direction for that? Yeah, here's what I teach. Well, first of all, I'd answer it a couple of ways, Dave. And it depends, in different listeners are going to be at different you know realms of the experience spectrum here. But the most important thing you've got to do getting started and even if your experience is you've got to maintain a consistent deal flow. The leads have got to be coming in consistently. And so you've got to have activities going on every single day. And I would work on systematizing that, whether it's hiring an assistant or finding someone to do something for you, but I find ways to systematize that. And again, that depends on where you're on the, on the curve. That's answer number one. Answer number two, David, is somewhere along the way, it may not necessarily be when you're just getting started off. If you're getting starting off, you may be the solopreneur of doing everything. But once you get kind of going, you really have the opportunity to identify what is it you're really good at personally. Because each of us has, you know, a unique ability that is effortless for us. And then there are certain activities that is just like pulling our eyes out. It just really is painful. We don't like to do it. Identify what you're really good at and focus on that. Those things that you don't like doing is what you want to, as soon as you can, delegate that to someone who loves doing that and get that off your desk because the energy release, the energy boost you will have will be so great, you can go focus on what you're best at and you'll see your productivity going up. So I would answer it from those two angles, Dave. Excellent. Yeah, that makes sense. So focusing on deal flow, because we all need that for whatever kind of business we're doing. We don't have that. We don't have a business. And then getting out of your own way and delegating or outsourcing whatever you suck at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's even a more concise way to say it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Lance. Well, time flies when we're having fun, that's for sure. And we're wrapping up our time for today's interview. But perhaps you can tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and when it comes to teaching and training people about getting involved in small apartment buildings. Well, we have a full here in my Houston operations. We have a full education and marketing business. We do everything from teaching people how to get started to running these systems for them, systematizing people's businesses. We have, you know, sending out the direct mail pieces. We even have a phone floor to pre-screen the lead. So, you know, wherever anyone happens to be on what they're looking for, they just want to learn how to get started or you, you want us to coach you or systems up for you. We have a full gamut of systems for anybody in that spectrum, Dave. Excellent. If people want to find out more about Lance Edwards and what you're up to and how they can kind of dip the toe into this whole world, what would they? What should they do? You know, I would, what I would do, and I've got, I've got a gift for your listeners, Dave. I really, and I really, first of all, I really appreciate this opportunity today. This, this has been fabulous. I have a book out, a best-selling book called How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments, number one on Amazon. I'm very proud of this. It defines everything on how to get started in small apartments. If you're interested in this space, you want to learn more, we sell this book for $15 on Amazon. I'll give you the book for free. Send you the book, the physical book, and some other materials go along with it. You'll simply send me $6 shipping and handling. Now, if, if you'd like to take me up on that offer, there's a website. It's called freeapartmentsbook.com, freeapartmentsbook.com. We'll get the book, some other educational materials. We'll send it to you for your you know, $6 and change on the shipping and handling. And you can check it out for yourself. Sounds like a heck of a deal. In fact, I took you up on that offer a couple of years ago. I got a copy of your book. Good stuff. Very, very good book. Thank Lance, you. Thank you so much for sharing some of your time with us today on the call. Really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Dave, again, been my pleasure. And again, 
I'm glad I'm down here in Houston, Texas, and not up there where it's minus 22 degrees. But thank, other than that, it was great, great. Thank you so much. All right. My pleasure, my friend. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, thanks very much for checking out the Property Profits podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. Be very, very much appreciated. And if you're looking to create a regular flow of inbound investor inquiries about your real estate deals, then I invite you to attend one of my upcoming live online demonstrations. And you can check that out at InvestorAttractionDemo.com. Take care.